It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. You are locked on thunder, your daily Oklahoma city thunder podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. From the G Family Performance Center in Edmond, Oklahoma, welcome to another episode of the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, the fat hatter himself, Eric G, saying thank you for joining us as over the next 20 minutes or so, we talk about all the topics that matter to the Oklahoma City Thunder. And if you're listening to this in Australia or New Zealand or Los Angeles or Hawaii or just some of the other warmer parts of the world, We're envious of you today here in Oklahoma City because the temperatures and the wind chill are dropping into the 20s. They're talking about ice coming to Oklahoma City here over the weekend. So it's coffee drinking weather or it's coffee and whiskey drinking weather to some. Coffee Jack Daniels really doesn't sound all that bad right now. But in order to make it through this podcast, since I am uh, whatever a notch is below a lightweight, I won't do that to you, even though it would be entertaining. I'll still try and talk in a cohesive manner about the Oklahoma City Thunder. And coming up today, I'm going to do something you should never do as a talk show host, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to strictly give you an opinion about the Thunder and what I saw based on the box score last night that should tell you something about how Billy Donovan's team's playing. And full disclosure, I did not get a chance to see last night's game yet because I've been dealing with OU and kids' plays, and I I know you don't want excuses. However, there is something you can take a look at in the box score and something you can take a look at over the Thunder's last 10 games, and there is a hard conclusion you can come to. And I'll tell you what that is in segment number one. In segment number two, we'll talk about why the Thunder still need to make a move and how that did not come up amongst the ESPN panel of experts that were discussing who needs to make a move in the West the most. And then finally, Jim Boylan gets hired to replace um, Fred Hoiberg as the new coach of the Chicago Bulls. And if you've not noticed, there is a trend going on in the NBA that is worth discussing and is bad news for guys like Eric Spolstra. 
Yeah, you're going to want to hear all this. It's coming up right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. To introduce myself, my name's Eric G. I've covered the Thunder now for five seasons. I'm into season number six now. I haven't quite hosted Locked on Thunder for a year, but we're working towards that. And I'm enjoying doing this podcast. I absolutely love covering the Thunder. I'm a native Oklahoman. I work for 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK here in Oklahoma City. And I'm very hard-pressed in this world to find a city that I'm more passionate about than the one I live in and the one that I've grown up in and around. And just to see what it's become with the Oklahoma City Thunder Tugs at my heartstrings, and and, and the Thunder as an organization mean an awful lot to me. A lot of great people in that organization, but more importantly, the pride that it gives its city is something that I just, I can't speak enough about, and anytime I get a chance to talk to it, I take that opportunity. So let's jump into the big content today on the Locked on Thunder podcast, and the Thunder smoked the Detroit Pistons last night, and just looking at the box score. This is strictly going off the box score. Great night from Steven Adams, Paul George, Russell Westbrook. Um, Alex Abrinas, eh, not so much. Nerlens Noel had a good night last night. Actually, the overall bench for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, wow, and, and I really like the way that the, that the bench is playing. But uh, last night, bench points, they did outscore Detroit. But it wouldn't be what I would call a great night for the Oklahoma City bench, save for Nerlens Noel and well, good old Dennis Schroeder, um, who's having a hell of a year this year. And in a lot of respects, a lot of people are starting to talk about him as sixth man of the year, which is something we'll discuss a little bit more on tomorrow's podcast. But what I can glean simply from reading the box score last night is that when I think about where the Thunder were and have been under Billy Donovan, This man now has the most complete team that he has ever had during his time here in Oklahoma City. He has got everything at his fingertips he has ever wanted, and he has everything at his fingertips, which gives him an opportunity to win. It's there. It's complete. Is it a work in progress? Absolutely. And I wouldn't argue that with Billy Donovan, but... You've got some guys exceeding expectations in Hamadou Diallo. You've got guys living up to expectations in Paul George. You have guys that are on the brink of really becoming superstars in Jeremy Grant and Steven Adams. This is a hell of a basketball team. This is a basketball team right now that's a half game out of first place in the Western Conference in the NBA. There's no more excuses for Billy Donovan. And the other thing about this team, and this isn't just a box score thing because we've actually seen this in we've actually seen this in action. But there was a time when the Oklahoma City Thunder could not survive a bad game for Russell from Russell Westbrook. Well, now the Thunder can survive a bad game without Russell Westbrook. You have enough depth on this team where if he's not getting it done in a particular night, then Billy Donovan. Paul George, somebody in that organization needs to be able to say to Russell Westbrook, dude, you don't have to do it all yourself tonight. You've got way too many guys around you. If you're not feeling it, we're not saying that you shouldn't shoot because that's Billy Donovan's philosophy that shooters got to shoot and they've got to work themselves out of slump. But hey, if it's just not there tonight, do not hesitate to pass the ball. Continue to get these guys involved and we'll be okay. Because there are enough scorers on this team 
where even if Russell Westbrook is having a subpar night, you ought to be able to make it up and, and still win that ball game. The one thing that you cannot survive, though, and this is maybe the most annoying thing about the Oklahoma City Thunder right now, the one thing you absolutely cannot survive is not a Russell Westbrook bad night, but when Russell Westbrook goes off the way that he did against the Denver Nuggets, and then that turns into a two-and-a-half-hour sulking-slash-shooting session after the game. The Thunder can't survive that. The Thunder can't survive... Russ going Russ and deciding to take an inordinate amount of ill-advised threes throughout the game and decide that he's not going to get people involved. Other than that, this team is good. Really, the only people that can defeat the Oklahoma City Thunder right now, well, I mean, the Denver Nuggets can because they can outplay them, and the Sacramento Kings can because they can outplay them. But more than that, well, I guess we could say with the Denver Nuggets, the Thunder beat themselves just as much as the Nuggets beat them. And realistically, when we think about that Denver game, it was Russell Westbrook beating the Oklahoma City Thunder, not the Thunder beating themselves. Russell Westbrook can beat the Oklahoma City Thunder. Other than that, there really isn't a team in the NBA who should be able to beat them in a 48-minute game because there's enough talent there to overcome any deficit. There's enough talent there to not get yourself into these deficits And there's enough talent there where when all is said and done, we as Thunder fans should accept nothing less this year than an appearance in the Western Conference Finals. This this season has become no longer about just getting to the playoffs and getting past the first round. This season has become about taking the talent that you have, taking advantage of a Western Conference that is a complete mess at the moment, and figuring out a way to run away and hide with no worse than second place. And I firmly believe that the Thunder can do that. I really honestly, when I was reading ESPN's experts, and um, which, which was one was Royce Young, the other one was Jason Winhorse, and I can't remember who the other one was, but they were talking about who the best, second best team in the NBA was. Royce picked the Thunder, which you might imagine that Royce would. Jason Winhorse said he didn't know who the, uh, who the second best team was, and the other guy's still leaning on the Houston Rockets. Well, the Houston Rockets are nowhere close to being the second best team in the West. And that's not just because they've got off to a slow start. They've just let too many personnel issues get in the way of them being everything that they can possibly be. The San Antonio Spurs right now still trying to figure it out without Kawhi Leonard. And DeMar DeRozan is trying to adjust to that team. And then you start taking a look at everybody else in the West. It's kind of a bunch of teams none of us expected to be there other than Golden State. And Portland's probably a team we shouldn't doubt. But you tell me a team in the West, even the Denver Nuggets who housed Oklahoma City, well, sort of housed, Russell Westbrook housed them. Tell me a team right now in the West that you honestly feel roster, looking at the rosters, go man for man on each roster that you honestly feel is better than the Oklahoma City Thunder right now. I'll wait. I mean, is is there is there someone you feel is better? And if you're screaming it out at the podcast, hit me up uh, at Locked On Thunder. You can tell me who it is. But right now, I can't I can't figure it out. And, and for Billy Donovan, this is this is your window. If you ever felt like there should be pressure on Billy Donovan and, and that Sam Presti should be 
kind of having him in the crosshairs, then right now is when you should be feeling that because I have a feeling that Sam Presti really honestly thinks that the Oklahoma City Thunder can get something done here in the next couple of years. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next here on LOT, why the Thunder still need to make a move. It's all right here on Locked on Thunder. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked on Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. You're listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast. We have another episode of Locked on Sooners out as well. You can hear both Locked on Thunder and Locked on Sooners every day at LockedOnPodcast.com. That is part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. You can also listen to us on Google, Alexa, Stitcher, and Spotify, and subscribe to us via Apple iTunes as we continue to grow this podcast. We're very thankful for you listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Um, the Oklahoma City Thunder, as I said in the, in the first segment, I'm sticking to this. This is the most complete team that Billy Donovan has ever had during his time with the Thunder. I mean, the only thing he really lacks is that assassin sharpshooter guy that can come off the bench and just with regularity hit threes whenever you need him to. Uh, he, he needs that one guy like Anthony Morrow was for that one season with the Oklahoma City Thunder. You just need that cat, and you ha- you're going to have to figure out what to give up for him. Um, the Thunder right now, if they have any hopes of winning a championship, that is about the only thing that they lack because you've got great inside play with Steven Adams. He's going to protect the rim. He's going to rebound. He's going to score. Jeremy Grant is going to do much the same thing, and he's starting to go out beyond the arc now, and his three-point shot is its still in development. As good as it can possibly be, by the time we get to April, that's something that's constantly developing for him. Well, Paul George and Russ are each... Look, Paul George is Paul George, Russ is Russ. I don't think we need to say any more about them. And then you've got the whole idea of what's going on at two guard. And honestly, I don't really worry about this position all that much. Now that you've got Terrence Ferguson and Hamadou Diallo back, and I think Terrence Ferguson is an absolute nightmare for people to deal with on the defensive end. Plus, offensively, he brings more to the table than Andre Robertson. Hamadou Diallo is great coming off the bench and athletically is good enough to start. 
And then you've got Alex Sabrinas, which we've discussed him at nauseum. So let's just go ahead and put Alex Sabrinas off into the corner. So even if Andre Robertson doesn't come back, I'm all right with where the Thunder are at two guard. I would like to see Patrick Patterson get more consistent. And that sort of that that's where where you're in somewhat of a, a pickle because do you bring in a guy like Abdul Nader to start playing there? I mean, it's He's young, and I think if you're going to make a run at going to the Western Conference Finals, you can't rely on a guy that young. So there is, I mean, if you're looking for not just a shooter, maybe you're looking at another power forward that the Oklahoma City Thunder need to go after here in the next few months if they really want to make a serious run at the title. Shooter's always going to be at the top of the list, but it's being able to get your hands on those guys who are absolute difference makers. Plus, as we've gone over, this is this is the pinch that Oklahoma City is in. You don't have a ton of assets to trade. You're in a really weird situation because even if you wanted to trade Andre Robertson now, you're going to have to show that Andre Robertson can play. And he's not going to be back for at least another six weeks. And I'm, and I'm still on record saying that we probably won't see Dre this year. So that just... Essentially, that takes him off the table. Alex Sabrinas, I don't think you can get much for um, unless a team really, really likes Alex Sabrinas and feels like they can match what is ever going to be put out there for him next year when he goes into free agency. So you're kind of stuck with him. Uh, Deontay Burton's a guy that's on a two-way contract. Eh, the moves, yes, the Thunder desperately need to make a move. If, if the Thunder are going to compete... Beyond what they are right now, there are a couple of more pieces they need. The problem is, is just, who are you going to ship off for those pieces? And do teams right now look at what the Thunder have with any sort of value whatsoever? A Steven Adams, hey, I'm trading for that guy all day long, but there's no way that the Thunder are dealing him. And Unless you're getting a guy like Kevin Durant back, then Steven Adams is here permanently, and he probably should be. I'd rather have Steven Adams than Kevin Durant. He's a lot more fun to talk to. Well, at least he used to be more fun to talk to. But that's where the the, the Thunder are just kind of in a weird situation where, yes, they need to make a trade, but it's not going to be easy enough for them to go out and pull the trigger on that trade. And look, as much faith as I have in Sam, and Sam Presti I trust, I am anxious to see what he's going to do before or right at the trade deadline this year, especially if the Thunder have niched themselves a few games into that second or that third spot in the Western Conference, and he starts to feel like they can make a move in the playoffs, just how are you going to do this, Sam? I am am waiting with bated breath because you also don't have many draft picks you can give up as well. It'll be interesting to see if you can have that baseball GM mentality to, to obtain those one or two guys that makes a complete difference for the rest of this season. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Thank you for joining us. Coming up next, it's a disturbing trend in the NBA, and it's really bad news for guys like Eric Spolstro. I'll tell you what it is next on Locked on Thunder. Christmas time is just around the corner, and as I mentioned earlier in Oklahoma City, this is definitely, this is drinking coffee all night weather. This is this is whiskey weather here in Oklahoma City, 
And if you're going outside, there's only one type of weather it really is. It's action heat weather. Action heat is clothing that is engineered to safely and efficiently deliver heat via panels that are similar to what you have in a, in a heated car seat, like my wife. The, these panels can get up to 135 degrees. Yes, you can get that warm. And it runs on a rechargeable 5-volt lithium-ion battery, which lasts up to 12 hours. So it's perfect for any any reason you might be outside, whether it's putting up Christmas lights because you haven't done that yet. Maybe it's taking care of a little excess yard work you haven't gotten done. Or for some reason, you're out watching the high school state playoffs football-wise, which are still going on in some parts of this country. Here in Oklahoma, over in the lower classes, hey, you could benefit from this. It's perfect for family, for, for friends, for your husband, for your wife. And they not ju- they don't just have shirts, but they've got all sorts of great things. They've got it for the entire body. They've got jackets, socks, gloves, hats, even undergarments like heat-based layer shirts and long johns. So you can stay warm and cozy from head to toe. And it's available in men's and women's. It's action heat. You're going to want this for your spouse. You're going to want this for your loved one. Go get it today. It's action heat and make someone very happy this Christmas. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but really the first words you want to say are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And trust me, as someone named Jake, that is a fact. That's the phrase that will help you feel good knowing that you have people who can help you find the right coverage for the things you want to protect. Insurance doesn't need to be complicated with a State Farm agent. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits you because your situation is unique. And State Farm is there to help you feel supported with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. And when you need ways to get help, don't yell or be angry because State Farm gives you options there too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com or their award-winning app. State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This is the Locked On Thunder podcast. We've got another episode of Locked On Sooners out now. I am Eric G., your gracious and humble host, the Fat Hatter. Thank you for listening. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Get this podcast at LockedOnPodcast.com and at LockedOnThunder.com. Also subscribe via Apple iTunes. And if you would be so kind, rate us five stars. And you can also get us on... um, where else you can get us? Google Alexa and Spotify and subscribe to Locked On Sooners now as well. And I thank you very much for that. Oklahoma City Thunder, Brooklyn Nets tomorrow. And we'll talk about that game more on tomorrow's podcast as well as some other things. But I want to get to this trend that's going on in the NBA because Jim Boylan just got hired as the new head coach of the Chicago Bulls. And he's replacing Fred Hoiberg. And one, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to see... Fred Hoiberg stay in the NBA. If he can't stay in the NBA, I think he's a, a tremendous college coach. Did an excellent job at, at Iowa State, and somebody's going to have a chance to hire him. If Lon Kruger were to retire here at OU, I would scream bloody murder if Joe Castiglione didn't go out and get Fred Hoiberg. That being said, it just didn't work out for whatever reason it did with the Bulls. Insert Jim Boylan, whom I'm happy for. I'm very happy for this guy. He's got a great NBA pedigree. He was the coach at Utah for a while, and I thought he got a raw deal 
at, at Utah. I want to say he was the guy that succeeded Rick Majerus. Like he came right after Rick Majerus, which are very tough shoes to fill. And he was part of the transition from the Mountain West to the to the Pac-12, so forth and so on. I'm very happy that he's getting his opportunity, but he fits the pattern right now of what's going on in the NBA. And that is, for the most part, what you're seeing is a lot of nondescript coaches are, are getting hired by GMs now. This hiring of Jim Boylan really just screams to what GMs want out of their coaches now, which is somebody who is on the same page as they are. Whatever beliefs the GM has, then the coach has to share that with them and just go out and make sure that the GM's vision gets put into action. That's what Jim Boylan is. And it's great for guys like him. I mean, if you want to coach in the NBA, and and look, I love Billy Donovan, but Billy Donovan falls into that category as well. He was a name coming out of Florida, but he's also an analytics guy and pretty much believes in everything that Sam Presti believes in. So it was going to make it a situation where these guys were easy to work. These guys would be very easy to work together. It's bad news for guys like Tom Thibodeau. Because unless you can get hired for an owner that's going to give coaches all the power, you are at the, the whim of the GM. And the GM is not going to want to hire usually these big name, big personality kind of coaches. And every NBA fan wants you to go out and hire somebody that's won a championship or at least gotten close to a championship. It's just not the way NBA GMs are thinking anymore. So guys like Eric Spolstra, Greg Popovich, even Steve Kerr, are now all of a sudden, they're not on the short list anymore unless they're on the short list of the owner. And, and in order for guys like that to get hired, it simply comes down to is you've got to have an owner that runs the team. A hands-on owner, like a Jerry Bus kind of guy, like a Genie Bus is, who says, we're going to do things my way. Yes, you will put in a GM, but the GM works for the owner. And usually in those situations, especially if a coach is successful, the coach can supersede the GM and constantly go over his head. Those are the kind of organizations you're going to have to look for. And that's not going to happen here in Oklahoma City. So when Billy Donovan decides that he's leaving, if Sam Presti is still in charge at the time that Billy Donovan decides he's on his way out of here of Oklahoma City, and that's going to happen at some point, and sooner than maybe I'd like, and probably sooner rather than later, I don't necessarily look for Oklahoma City to go out and get that quote-unquote big-name guy. I just know that Sam Presti is going to look for someone to mesh with him. And Jim Boylan, I hope you can mess with the guy or mesh with the guys at Chicago and you're more successful than Fred Hoiberg was. Hated to see Fred Hoiberg get fired, but that's where you are right now if you're an NBA fan. Those are the kind of coaches that you can expect to get hired, unless you're the Lakers or the Clippers. And I'm not even sure about Golden State. I'm not sure what happens after Steve Kerr decides to step down. If they win a title this year and he decides he's had enough, I get the feeling they go out. I mean, Jason Kidd says he wants the job. I don't think they'll necessarily hire him. I don't know what the what the Warriors do, but I would bet you're going to find someone that just shares that whole like mind situation. I don't know with the with the Warriors. Maybe it's a situation where you let Steph and the guys hanging around pick it. That would I, that's interesting. You let them go ahead and and pick the coach. Actually, you never do that. You never let the players pick the coach because they'll pick somebody that they can run over. Well. Unless they want to win a championship and then they'll all say Phil Jackson and Phil's not coming out of retirement. 
This is the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up tomorrow, we'll talk about Dennis Schroeder possibly being the sixth man of the year, and we'll get you ready for the upcoming game with the Nets. And until tomorrow, may God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody, and peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.